0: I am Shamari Kil James, co-founder, chairman, and CEO of Equity Now, Inc., nonprofit charter management organization, and I'm an everyday investor. I started out with one, two units in the stock market, and I've grown my portfolio to a million-dollar portfolio. So if you want to find out how, check into my Expediting Change podcast. It's just me. As I open my mind and try to reach yours, I ask myself, why is it you really want to preach, boy? I want to teach more, because I'm experienced. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Shamaria Kill James here. It's the Expediting Change Podcast. So it took me a really long time to actually get into this podcast, over probably two years after I've seen so many people doing podcasts. Um... I think I was letting perfect be the enemy to just good because I'm not going to say I'm going to pop on and just be a natural at podcasting. But there were so many different things with the podcast as I was watching other people's. Um, I was like, well, what should I wear? Should I have my gold teeth? Should I be in a suit? My allergies is crazy all throughout the years. Like It doesn't matter what season it is. My allergies are ridiculous. So I, I recorded myself one time and all you could hear or all I could hear was, was me sniffling. And then I was like, you know what? Let's not let perfect be the enemy to good or even great. And then I went to um, shout out to my Paradise team, to NCCU. And I was talking to the folks and they were like, Shamari, you got to get over that. I'm going to hold you accountable, big homie. You got some information that you need to get out. And I said, all right, that's what folks been telling me. So I'm here to talk to you today um, about financial education and about generational wealth building my credentials. I made a little bit of money in the stock market. I started investing in DSW when it was um, like eight, nine dollars. I met a mentor who just taught me the game. I spent an entire summer at his house. And I'm also say that I am not an expert in the stock market. I have a specific skill set where a lot of individuals will talk to you about what their financial education or their financial literacy experience is. They won't tell you their bias. I'm gonna tell you my bias right up front. I'm a long-term investor. I'm a get the bag slowly. Of course, crypto and options are ways to get the bag, but it's not mine. So I'm going to tell you my my bias all the way up front. So who am I? Who is Shamari Akil James? Born and raised in Buffalo, New York. I'm from the town. We call it the town Buffalo. Yes, um, we lost four Super Bowls. That's the first thing folks think about when you start talking about Buffalo. But guess what? We went to the AFC East Championship last year. So how about that? This this is our year. Um, born and raised in Buffalo, married, two children, God-fearing man that ultimately deep, deep dives into why I wanted to do this podcast. I've always believed in support and I've always believed in giving back. You have these conversations where individuals talk about that Black people, the culture, Our crabs in a barrel. Well, I'm here to run a counter narrative to that. I don't have anything to sell to you. I have a bunch of knowledge that I've amassed. And the purpose of this podcast is just that, is to give that knowledge to you. Now, let's get into the show. The show is called Expediting Change. And the reason it's called Expediting Change is there are a lot of individuals. There is this aura. There is this climate. There is this political Whatever you want to call it, where individuals are having conversations about eat the rich, tax the rich. Like that makes absolutely no sense to me, right? So, all of a sudden, because when I was growing up, when we started talking about money and conversations about money, it was like mom would be like, hey, listen, money don't grow on trees, but technically it does because. Money is paper and paper comes from cheese. Much respect, mom. I'm just kidding with that one. But the point in that is, it's a lot of trauma when you start talking about money when I was growing up, right? So folks wasn't necessarily Instagramming because we didn't have it. Folks wasn't necessarily having conversations about financial literacy. Folks wasn't having conversations about financial education. But now the culture is all over financial literacy, all over financial education, I believe on YouTube, one of the number one topics when you go out to get bread, when you go out to get sponsorships, when you pull up YouTube is financial education. So when I step back and look at it for a moment at a 30,000 foot level, I compare that all of these black people, BIPOC, whatever words you want to use for the culture, is getting the bag and focused on it. Now it's this narrative about tax the rich, eat the rich. So now it's no longer cool to be rich when black people start getting rich. I find that real funny. I never grew up in seeing an Instagram post or post about all of these multimillionaires and billionaires. You can literally rattle off right now three or four billionaires. You could, you could think about it that are black. Should we talk LeBron James, Jay-Z, Robert F. Smith? Pick it. You talk about an entrepreneur, a basketball player, whatever you want. But again, all of a sudden, now is this, I don't want to call it progressive, but I just used the word. So let's just say this wing. This political climate where we're talking about money is evil, rich people are evil. Nah, what they do is evil, maybe some of those individuals that they might be talking about. But what I want to do is I want to get the bag. I want to make as much money as absolutely possible, be the absolute best person that I could be to my family, to my friends, to my circle, and then give money away. Give money away, give information away to make sure that we are all growing and getting the bag together. So why am I starting this podcast now and how can my experience and my knowledge help out? Well, I've been in business since 1998, whether it's nonprofit, whether it's for profit, whether it's my first company, which was Etage Solutions, where we had an idea to just put the Black Business Index and say, hey, if you black, we're going to put you on the internet before everybody even knew what the internet was. You feel me? So when I talk about getting it back, I've had this mindset since I was a shorty. But now I want to take that experience that I have, such as starting Equity Now, which is my nonprofit organization that started in 2017. We knew we wanted to expedite change. And the point in that was kids can't wait. I have conversations with adults and they like, ah, Mari, I know that stock stuff, but I'm 30, I'm 25, I'm 40, this long term is not for me. It just, you feel me? It just takes too long. While I disagree with that expediting change and kids can't wait. We said, yo, what can we do as a set of people to build and create change right now? So in 2017, we started our non for profit organization, Equity Now Inc., which is a charter management organization to Legends Charter School. And we had this crazy idea since I'm an investor in a stock market to say, yo, listen, if adults don't want to pay attention, you know what we're going to do? We're going to teach this to five-year-olds. We're going to teach kids how to get the bag because if a kid starts investing at five years old in Disney and Roblox, I think Roblox opened up at $60 and now is about $109. So if you take that same five-year-old, they invest in that company from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade, who knows how much money they can have? And another point in that is what we have to start talking about and stop pushing individuals into is the rat race. Let's just keep it a stack. Some of y'all, going this is going to be your last time listening to my podcast, because I'm going to say, college ain't for everybody, period. That's just it, right? So what we want to do on Equity Now and Legends, we want to make sure that we give our kids the tools from an educational perspective, but also with our financial education program, we want to make sure that they're getting the bag. Imagine that kid again at 5 years old that has Roblox they get to 12 years they get to, to 12th grade and now they're graduating. They got a decision to make. They've come through our school, they're they're equipped. They got the knowledge, they got the education, but what they have coming through a legend school is now they have a stock portfolio and they have some money. So what does that kid decide to do? I don't know. That kid might say, "You know what? College is for me, but I want to take a gap year." So therefore, I can afford to take a gap year. So I'm going to go sell some of my stock, take this gap year, learn a little bit more, go see what I want to do in life, and then go to college. Or they go to college and then guess what? I'm going to also say this, which I don't necessarily recommend. I'm going to die with student loan debt, period. I can afford to pay off my student loans, but I'm not going to. You know what I mean? I use it to reduce my taxable income, the interest that I'm paying, So don't necessarily, you know what I mean? Take that advice and you do that unless you understand what you're doing with the tax laws. But anyway, my point in that was, this kid can take that money that they have, go straight to school. They want to jump in and be a college student, but now they don't have to take out as much money in student loan debt. Because every single kid doesn't have the opportunity to one, have their family pay for college or two, get financial aid. I was one of those kids, you feel me? We were... We were too, quote unquote, rich for me to get financial aid, right? But we weren't, quote unquote, poor enough for me to get financial aid. So we were left holding the bag. I had to work. I had to do some things, you know what I mean, to get the money. Mom chipped in a little bit. At a legend school, they're going to have money and be able to do with it what they want. That third option. What they could also do is say, you know what? Since I've been in kindergarten, I've been drawn, And then as I started to matriculate through school, my drawings went to paintings, or my drawings went to media, or my drawings went to NFTs, or my drawings went to a clothing line. They've now taken that knowledge and that information and everything that they've been doing. And now by 12th grade, they've started their own business. So you know what? College might not be for them right away. So attending a legends charter school, what they can do is take that money And they can start their own business. They can network with individuals. They got money when they're sitting at the table to say, hey, I'm a 12th grader, but this is what I want to do with my money and my business. So therefore, sitting at the table, I'm making these decisions. Then they can decide to go back to school. So that's what I want to talk about when we talk about financial education and generational wealth building. Because it's not just about me. It's not just about you. It's about us collectively building. So what information do I have that I can share with you? What information do you have that you can share with me so we can grow and we can change this counter? We can have a counter narrative to this tax the rich, eat the rich. Because if we're having this conversation, oftentimes with individuals who saying this don't even understand, these folks aren't paying themselves a $600,000, $1 million living wage. So they're doing this comparison. Well, the workers make this much and the individual who owns the company makes this much. Well, actually they're getting dividend income. They're getting investment income. They're not they not—they're—they're not paying somebody $15 an hour while they're making $100,000 an hour. That's not it. So this podcast where we talk about expediting change is going to be about how do we have these conversations for the culture and anybody else that wants to listen how we get to the bag. And again, because I know that I fundamentally have a bias and a belief that that long road to investing in the stock market is how I got my money, how I came up, I'm going to have guests on this podcast with me because I, I completely believe, know, and understand that my way is not the only way, bruh. Like I've been married. Woo. I mean, 20, 30 years now. Why you going to get me for that? But I've been married for a while. My point in that us being together since high school, when you get into a marriage, if you're married or if you got a longtime partner, you know, the idea that you started out with that you have, it is a had because you have to have conversations about, well, this is what I started with, but this is what it has grown into. So me knowing and understanding that and then looking at myself being reflective, my way is not the only way. That means I'm going to have guests on this show and those guests are going to bring their guests on and we're going to have these. I'm sorry, they're going to bring their guests on. What am I talking about? I'm going to have guests on. I'm already giving away my podcast in the first cut. I am going to have individuals on the podcast that I'm going to be interviewing about their way. So let me give you an example of what that looks like. What that looks like is I recently formed a real estate group. The first thing, if you ask me about investing in real estate, I'm going to say, nah, bro, don't do it. Any money that you're going to put in real estate, just put it in the stock market. Don't do it. But then as I was having conversations with my real estate friends who are heavy into real estate, one of them paused and was like, Mari, listen, man, listen, you got to stop bashing real estate, bro. Like, come on, man. The exact same thing that you do with the stock market is what I do in the real estate market. So you buy and hold companies and you take those dividends and you make money and reinvest those dividends to make your stock grow, to make your portfolio go, grow. I do the exact same thing as what my friend said. I get as many doors as I can. I manage the majority of it. I have some property managers here and there, but having those doors, that's my long-term investment strategy. So I went back and I said, huh, you're right. You know what I mean? I had to be self-reflective to say, I can't knock away for the culture to get to the bag just because I had some bad experiences. I don't like changing toilets. I don't like tenants calling me. I'm getting older in age. I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like FaceTime. So it was easy for me to be like, I'm done with real estate. If it's not a land deal, I'm not touching it. And the stock market, all I have to do is sit down with a couple of investors, do my research, Go for my phone or my brokerage account and order the stock. I completely digress. I do that quite often, and you're gonna hear me do that. You have to get used to it on my podcast. But again, the point in that is I'm gonna have experts to come on to talk about different ways to get to the bag. I may even have two guests and have those guests battle it out, and I'll be a mediator. One will be interested in the stock market, and one will be real estate, and then you decide. You decide as an audience also going to be interested in your feedback to know what do you want me to talk about? What do you want to hear? What topics are you interested in? But then I'm going to leave with like some, some tips because one of the things that when I'm having conversations with folks in passing, um, they say, well, Shamari, what have you been doing? What are the things that make you successful? And there are these little nuances, little things that you can do that for me are always automatic. I was having a, converse, a conversation the other day. We were talking about, it's not just how much money you make. It's about how much money you can keep, right? So let me say that again. It's not just how much money you make, it's how much money can you keep. So let me give let, let, let me you a couple of things on that. One is if you invest in the stock market, take a look at your tax losses, or take a look at your losses. Those losses, if you decide to sell that stock, can go against your taxable income as we're buttoned up to the end of the year. So take a look and review your entire portfolio now that we're in December, and December is is on its way, run our way to the new year. That's one thing to take a look at to reduce your taxable income. Another is charitable donations. I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, oh yeah, I pull up and... I have a whole load of clothes and shoes and everything, and I just donate. I, I drop it off at, at the gas station little clothing thing. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's not what I do. They're like, well, what do you do, Shamari? I take mine to the Goodwill or to AmVets or whatever it is. I have an itemized receipt. I fill my truck with that. And then as a charitable donation, whatever that is, it's now That dollar amount, whether it's $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 as a charitable donation, I take that and then I give that to my CPA and then that reduces my taxable income. So there are a bunch of little things, again, that I just do normally that having conversations, they say, oh, wow, that's something that I never even thought about. So every single podcast, I'm going to try and either start off or end off with one of those. Any of those tips that you feel, again, please highlight at me. Let me know, and I will expound upon them. I'll make them a whole podcast tip. So in closing, this has been my very first podcast. I'm extremely humbled. I have to give a crazy shout out to Studio 12. I have to give a crazy shout out to AK Designs. I have to give a crazy shout out to my wife who was like, you better get your butt in there and stop playing around and get on that camera. I was having a conversation with the team and my guy, and he was like, Shamara, you look steady Eddie. I was like, actually, I'm extremely nervous. Before the lights go on, before, before before the camera, before I see that red light, I am shaking in my boots. But what's crazy is once the camera starts and once the lights go, I don't have nothing else to do but perform and just give you the information that I have and there's nothing to be nervous about. And I'm an everyday guy. I'm not a multi-millionaire. I'm not a ball player. I'm not a rapper. I'm not out there. I don't have a million followers on Facebook. As an everyday guy, I do this. And I do this for you. And if I can do it, you can do it. So please enjoy my podcast, which is Expediting. Expediting Change is going to be on all platforms, especially YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at Shomari underscore a underscore james on ig and on facebook much love i'll see you at the next podcast as i open my mind and try to reach yours I ask myself why is it you really want to preach boy i want to teach more because i'm experienced if you can learn from me then you don't have to experience certain experiments that have gone wrong this ain't rust This ain't the wrong song From the city where they do you wrong And smoke strong, strong Have you seen red, couple stars, Hong Kong Never hesitated In certain situations I always elevated through my trials and tribulations